Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Empire. Finding a home in the metaverse. I feel like it just gives brings something different to the table. Like I'm, I'm a retired footballer, and now I'm trying to do something else with my life where I can kind of, in a way, give back. Whether it may be educational on the space itself, on the NFT and the metaverse space, or it's just generally talking to me. And that's former Manchester City and Chelsea star Sean Wright Phillips, who's finding his home to serve his fans now in the metaverse. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Alexei Yovanov has been a previous guest on this show. His company, Sports Icon, is helping brands, teams, and in the case of Phillips, find real estate within the metaverse. And as you'll hear from both of them, it's a space with infinite opportunity. Our guests this week are Alexei Yovanov, who is the CEO and co-founder of Sports Icon. And one of the great British footballers, Sean Wright Phillips, who had a long distinguished career, mainly with Chelsea and Manchester City, and then late in his career in the MLS with the New York Red Bulls. We're going to talk about the sports metaverse and what is coming down the road with engagement with fans. Hi to both of you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us, man. Hi, Bram. Yeah, thanks for having us. Alexi, let me have you set the stage here. Um, Sean has bought some what we're calling real estate in the sports metaverse. Could you kind of just take us through what that is and what that means? Sure. So, you know, a a lot of the details are kind of quite under wraps. Uh, At the moment, we have put out a a selection of uh, promotional videos uh, on our Twitter feed um, at Sports Icon that that people can go and see. Um, Really, what what this real estate is uh, in the sports metaverse, it's a metaverse dedicated to sports. Um, but what we wanted to do was provide people with as much engagement and immersive kind of experiences in, in that space as well. So when people buy land in our sports metaverse, uh, you don't just get an NFT with a plot on it, uh, with nothing on it at all, just some coordinates. Every person that buys a plot, a plot of land with us um, in, in June uh, will get what we've called the fan cave. Um, it's a really highly uh, bespoke very creative area um, by some of the best designers in the world, designers that have come from backgrounds of kind of NVIDIA, PlayStation, etc. Um, a really, a real high fidelity thing where you can invite your friends into the space, uh, you can hang your NFTs up uh, on the wall, uh, you can even stream sports on the television that's in your fan cave, and you can really have quite a high level of interaction in there, as well as uh, have interaction with athletes um that we have volumetrically captured to create experiences with in our in our sports method sean what got you interested in this why did you want to be part of this 
Um, so for me, it, it was a bit different. A few friends have been talking to me about it over the past, I'd say, two to five months. And I, I just took the time out. I was in a lot of Twitter spaces. I was always on Discord trying to learn a lot about it. And I got involved in a few projects. And uh, my, my old teammate and a good friend of mine, Jordan Stewart, said, look, there's, there's a really good thing going on in this cool um, sports icon. Um, can I set up a Zoom with you? And he set the Zoom up and I was with Alex, Alexi and his team. And they kind of broke it down to me. And um, it's just the fact that it had sports around it and it not, wasn't just typically football, it was every sport. And when I saw the deck, I was just like, yeah, I'd definitely like to be involved in this, definitely would want to buy some land. The deeper we go into it, the bigger and better it seems to be growing. But um, NFTs are space, especially in sports in England, where it hasn't spread quick enough yet. And I feel like a lot of the fans away from that as well haven't got the hang of it yet because they don't know how to learn about it. And the education for them is, is missing in that in that respect. So I think once they're fully educated in that space, especially the NFT space, they will see how big of a project this will be. Alexi, you were shaking your head during that. Um, what is resonating with you with him saying that it hasn't quite been, the education process for the fans over in Europe hasn't quite gotten to the point that we think it's going to get to? Yeah, I mean, I, I just think we're, um, we're a bit behind the, the U.S., over here in, in Europe, um, just with regards to N the NFT space in general, uh, the utility that, that can be behind it. Um, and yeah, I think we're probably about six, six months. I used to think, think six months, but maybe a little bit more, about eight months maybe behind the US um, in terms of that, the, the NFT kind of market space, I think the infrastructure, yeah, definitely. So that was kind of, and the educational piece that goes alongside that is really important. And people like Sean can, can help us get that, that message out more uh, into the UK and into Europe. And of course, you know, over in the US where you are. Sean, I, I'm interested in, in, in your background in terms of how you viewed engagement with fans. This is obviously a very modern way of going about it. Um, how did you kind of view engaging with your fans and fans of the teams you played for throughout your career up to this point? Um, before this point, it was all, of course, football-based, and it was easy. So my fan base was created through people that either supported or just enjoyed kind of what I did in the past. But I think now, the more I'm getting involved in this metaverse space, the more I'm stepping into places where people can actually learn from. Um, I've been in spaces, and it's like classes that they're teaching me. And I think that's something that's missing. And I think with with what they're doing now, this team, the sports icon are doing now, it's going to allow fans not only to learn, but to meet some people they followed all the way through their career. Um, it might not be real life dialect, but in a way it is, but it's just in the metaverse. They'll be able to sit down. There might be podcast sessions going on in there. There's so many things that they could do to, to meet maybe in a way their hero or somebody they just idolize and looked up to. And I feel like in a way sports, the sports icon is giving them that platform to maybe the people around the world to be able to meet these so-called people, whatever sport it may be in. So this is like transitioned. So for years, um, you know, the internet and social media allowed opportunities for you to have your own voice with your fans and not get siphoned through the media. You'd be able to interact with them, but it was very transactional. And most of the fans I would think, really wanted to talk to you about soccer. Um, are you saying that there's a different space here for your fan base that maybe they're not just engaging with you over the sport itself, that they want to get to know you in a different way and there's something else that you want to provide to them? 
Um, yeah, you, you could de- you could definitely say that. For me, it's it's a way for them to get to know me. Like they know me as a footballer and a a, a TV pundit, but they don't know what I'm like away from all that scene. Now, if they came in there, we could be hanging out. I don't know if you've got to see the tweet of like the fan cave, but you can have everything in your little cave. You could have a pool table. You could have music. Like he said, could sit down and watch a game with them in the virtual world. Like which things that would never happen for people. So it's just I feel like it just gives brings something different to the table. Like I'm I'm a retired footballer, and now I'm trying to do something else with my life where I can kind of in a way give back whether it may be educational on the space itself, on the NFT and the metaverse space, or it's just generally talking to me and finding out how did I get to be who I was and what bad turns did I take and what good turns did I take, which is some things that I don't, nobody knows about because I'm not the type of person that will write a book. I'm the type of person where if you sat down and you asked me, I will just tell you how it was and what was the tough choices and what was the easy choices. Alexi, as you kind of go through this process of building this stuff in, in the sports metaverse, what are you hearing from fans that they want? Is it varying degrees of access? What, what are they telling you that they want out of these experiences? Well, I mean, they want, uh, they want that social element um, to be able to kind of share these spaces with their friends. Um, so it's not just the sole viewpoint uh, to have that kind of shared experience. Um, but they also want, you know, what, what's really important, kind of piggybacking a little bit on, on what Sean said. Um, so, you know, what Sean was talking about, you know, you, you get to know the athlete a bit more. Uh, you get to know what, what, they're, what they're really about. Maybe when you're watching sports, you see that one element of, of an athlete. I, um, just to disclose some of my biases, I'm a Manchester City fan. Sean is a Manchester City kind of legend. I've watched him play many, many, many games, but you know, it's kind of scratching the surface beyond that. What what is what is beyond that? And that's something that um, people like Amanda Nunes have, have echoed um, when she's we're kind of creating a gym for her in the space. And she was so passionate about the space to say, well, you know, this is absolutely amazing because I get to have my own space in this metaverse. I get to control my my own space. I'm really, really comfortable in doing that. This is something that I want uh, to do, to put my own stamp on it and for people to see my personality to come across more in this space, which is not something that uh, would really be possible otherwise. All right, Sean, um, you have this space. When people go there in the metaverse, what do you want it to be? Like, what are you telling the designers? What do you, what do you want in this experience? Well, I'd, uh, first of all, I'd, like, I'd definitely have up on my wall, on my cave, like the projects and the communities that I'm really passionate about. Because you, you know, you can hang your NFTs on your wall and stuff like that. And then if they ask questions, I'll feed about it. But to me, I'm quite a fun and outgoing person. So I just want people to come there, relax, hang out, and hopefully come back again and do the same thing again, to be honest with you. I, I really enjoy the space. At first, it was very confusing. I got involved and it was a few things that went wrong with me, like I done something wrong, then my account got hacked. But I tried again because I wanted to learn the right way. And the more I've learned the right way, the more people and the better people I've met. And they just teach me loads of stuff. And I just think anybody that wants to learn, and for me, it's where the world's going. Whether we like it or not, the world is, is heading in that direction. You can already view houses through the metaverse and these VR goggles and virtually. 
And it, it, for me, I just love like learning. When I played football, it wasn't something I really had to focus on too much because I was just using my football brain. Whereas now I'm learning something completely different. And I, I love the space. I just got myself some Oculus goggles, the VR things. And I asked Alexi straight away, can I get on my fan cave through these goggles? And he said, yes. So even though people might not be able to afford like a PC and all the elaborate stuff, they can get these VR goggles, which they can just sit on their sofa and play. And it's cheaper than getting an Xbox or a PlayStation. Alexi, so when athletes like Sean or whoever else is buying real estate or coming into to this space with you, and it feels like it is broadly anything is possible, is anything possible right now? How do, how do you kind of view that part of this, of building these spaces out in the way that they envision catering to their fans? Right. So when I first got involved, I didn't think it was. And the more people I've met, then it's made me realize you can literally do anything if you have the team behind you. Then I bump into Alexi and his team, and then they show me how big it can really be. Because I've seen a lot of the plans that I don't think a lot of people have seen. And I'm like, wow. I was just in awe of the actual deck that they showed me that I, I couldn't believe it. And it can go, I suppose, in a way, as big as that person wants it to. As long as it's done right and correctly and people enjoy it, it will just get bigger and bigger, I think. Alexi, yeah. where are you on that, on the anything is possible kind of mantra of the sports metaverse? Well, I mean, I, I'm... I'm a glass half half full person. Uh, so, I mean, it kind of really is anything is possible. I mean, as someone in our team likes to say, you know, we're not we're not working at the cutting edge here of technology. We're working at the, we're beyond that. We're at the bleeding edge. You know, we're, we're where the cut is made. Um, so I think there's there's always going to be a lot of, a lot of testing, um, a lot of experimenting, and things aren't always going to go 100% to plan, but that's because of, you know, the, the territory of the space that we're in, we are at that bleeding edge of technology. But, you know, it is pretty much anything is possible. And the kind of the, the grounds we've covered over the past, you know, eight months have been absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Sean, for you, if you are in touch with current players, how they're kind of viewing this as well, are, are they seeing it the same way that you are in terms of engagement and potentially brand building for them? Um, for me, I've, I've found, especially with stuff like this, I've found it, it will be different, different personalities. I, I like gaming. So yeah. this whole project sits kind of perfectly because I'm effectively gaming with people, just hanging out with them for a game, whereas some people just collect NFTs either to exchange it for more money or they just generally like the art. So there's like three categories, but... But at the moment, because no, like you said, they they haven't pushed it yet. They're still getting the fine tuning there and doing what they need to do behind the scenes. But I can imagine when they do push it, I I know there's a few players that are collecting NFT that will be all over this. And Alexi, for you, um, as teams and leagues are watching what's happening here, um, how are how are they collectively in their brand interacting with this and thinking about the sports metaverse? Yeah, I think you've got you've, you've got a mixed bag. To, to be honest, um, as you did with the NFT market, you had some teams that just wanted to go all out and do things uh, immediately. And you had other teams like uh, Liverpool, for example, who sat back. They sat back for about a year. They researched, they watched, 
uh, you know, and then they fairly recently, I think possibly eight weeks ago, something like that, released their own very successful uh, NFT related project. So this is a, a very important space for the teams because it creates another area with which they can engage with their fans and they can share their club history and, and also their club's future um, through, through this medium as well. So the teams are, you know, as I said, it, it is a mixed bag, but overall very positive. You had used the word earlier, utility. A lot of people are using that right now, that it's, it's not just about getting this, but there needs to be a utility around it. What right now does that mean to you for fans? How are you incentivizing people? Well, I think the, the utility with our space comes on, you know, many different levels, really. I think first and foremost, it's a very um, high fidelity space. I suppose it looks quite different to the earlier iterations of uh, metaverses. Um, as I said uh, previously, you don't just get an NFT with, with, a, with a plot coordinate on it. You get this fan cave. That's additional utility already. Um, you can bring your friends into the space. Um, which is, again is, is more kind of utility, it's pre-built for you, there are customizable areas. Um, but then also the access that we give to uh, athletes through the volumetric capture, for example, that we did with Amanda Nunes, uh, it was the tail end of April, uh, I was over in Washington DC, and volumetric capture for people that aren't 100% kind of uh, clued in about what, what's involved, it's 70 cameras, capturing 10 gigabytes of data per second, you know, and we were filming with Amanda for about three hours. Uh, and that recreation of Amanda goes into the metaverse and the people that buy the land can come and interact with her. Uh, they can learn from her. Uh, they can hear about her kind of career, her experiences, and all in this um, bespoke area, bespoke uh, USC-style gym that's been created by us uh, for, for Amanda. How about for you, Sean? What, what does the word utility mean to you as you kind of build a space where fans will come and, and I would assume you want to continue to come back to? I think it's um, the utility that I've, I've engaged and I would say I would enjoy with the community is the giving back to the community that helped drive that project. I think um, I, I always explain it to people. It's, it's almost like a football team with fans. If there are no fans in that football team, then the club in a way goes downhill and i found the same in the nft space i found that once the community dies out if you don't keep them engaged and give them the utility that that needs to grow the project i always feel like those projects failed so i always try to pick the ones with a strong community the good utility and that gives that community value for what they've invested in and i think with sports icon, I feel like they, they've done just that and i just think that's just the start of it i think that's just the base of what that they're aiming to do. I think we, I, me and Amanda, I think we've just come in at the bottom line. Like I feel like they will just keep building and building and adding more to it. And they, they have the potential and the space to do it. Yeah. So, let me ask you a question and, and you don't have to be specific, obviously um, about this. I, I listening to you, I genuinely believe you, you want to be there. You want to serve fans. It's an interactive place. Like you want to be there. Could you talk about what the financial incentive for doing this would be is 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 there one for doing this for you as you view it for me i've i've done it because of the project i like what it brings to the table i don't if a fan comes in i don't know whether i get financial benefits i never asked about that i wasn't interested in it i just love the idea 
I love the art and I loved what they've done with it. So for me, I, I bought that land on that purpose and that basis only. I am what they call in the NFT space a diamond pause. I don't buy to sell. I buy because I like something. Yeah. But there, you would think though, like the idea of using social media, especially if you're a famous athlete like yourself, is the possibility of landing potential sponsorship or branding or marketing off of building that. Do you see the same path for whether it's yourself or someone else going into this space to find those kind of opportunities? Um, yeah, I think so. I think the way you've just explained it there, I, I think a lot of those companies, especially will look at things like that. I think if they have a, a massive volume of people coming into their say fan cave and wanting to know more about them, I think it's definitely a possibility where they might ha- want to hang up, say, this is a small idea. They might want to hang up an image of say, or a little video of an advert they've done. So it would become like an ad that they add on to like a Facebook or a YouTube. That That is possible. Yeah. I mean, just to kind of, again, piggyback off the back of what Sean said. Um, yeah. I mean, there are, there are uh, other partnership. There are other gyms that we're building for, um, well, for another specific um, USC MMA uh, person, let's call them, who we can't make public. But that's also, you know, they have their own gym. It's a public gym. Uh, they have sponsors in that gym. Um, and then part of recreating their space in the metaverse will be bringing in those sponsors into this metaverse space as well. So it is another source of revenue for, for that particular individual. It might not apply to everyone, but that is also possible. All right, last thing. Um, and Sean, let me start with you. Um, where am I going to watch soccer matches in the future? In your room with you? In some other room somewhere? On a television? Where, where am I watching sports now? Well, where, where I'm going to design my cave is a big projector screen with some subwoofers on the side. So when we're sitting down, <laughs> we feel like we're actually in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think what this does, Bram, is it gives people options, doesn't it? The stadiums in the UK, in the USA, wherever they might be, they're, all, they're always going to sell out. They, they will always be full. But then your fan, uh, someone who supports Man City, who lives in uh, New York or Los Angeles or Mumbai or wherever, who can't be at that stadium, um, can either watch it well on their television, in the, in the fan cave, of course, which is where we prefer. But also I think eventually that space will be, let's go into the metaverse and watch it sat at my seat, my season ticket seat in the city of Manchester Stadium and watch the game that way. Like, it will feel like you're there. Alexi Yovanov is the COO and co-founder of Sports Icon and Sean Wright Phillips is an ex-star Premier League soccer player. Thank you both for joining us. Thank you for having me. On the next Future Sport Podcast, is there a way to bring one-on-one coaching into modern technology? started to see with all these companies no one's really focused on um helping um the youth really stay focused on sports and so we started to really put our heads down and figure out you know what what's an idea that can help the next generation fall in love with i like basketball tim grew up playing soccer and today you know with Fortnite and minecraft those things are really fun for for kids and sports was it's, it's hard to compete that's shelby erickson he and his partner tim donnelly co-founded boost the training They believe they can bring players and coaches together in a modern way. That will do it for this episode. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein.